See, right there, mm. Scott. That felt good. Now, let's be honest. That felt wonderful. Oh, we got a special guest in the house. Yes. All the way from Baton Rouge. The Red Stick. <laughs> That's Red exactly stick. right. Baton My lifelong childhood teenage friend, Glenn Dale Myers. Give him a round of applause. Oh, Come on. Oh, yeah. Pastor down in uh, Baton Rouge, but we're not going to get into all the pastor stuff. We got no time for that. What we're really going into <laughs> is <Whoa>. dirt. <laughs> dirt. You are the Dear man day. that probably has more information on me, hidden information, behind-the-scenes information, probably than any other person I know. That's probably accurate. It makes me no- nervous for this podcast. The truth is, is it may never air. That's true. But, That's very true. But he drove up. He's got his son in the corner over here. Sam, thanks for joining us. He has no mic. He just has ears. I don't even know if you're in the shot or <laughs> He not. just has ears. Well, he has no mic. mouth. I'm just saying that he can't have a microphone, so he's really just, we're just welcoming him because we're getting ready to go eat. We want to make sure people know he's in the room because I have a feeling Glenn's going to refer to him occasionally. I hope his son has ears. Yeah, he that's, yeah ears but no mic. <laughs> just keeping it real. Glenn. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yes. It's awesome to be here. So you've been, like, seriously, though, a pastor for how long? A long time. I've been in Baton Rouge uh, 20 years. 20 years, and then you were a youth pastor over in Minden. Yeah, for uh, six, and then I I, I got my first paycheck from a church in 1990. So that that helps me. Wow. What were you? Was that Gloucester? I, I was a summer missionary in Florida. And so I got to work with 10 different missionaries in Florida. Florida. I was eight years old, by the way. It was. A lot of people talk about the world. You're out there in Florida (laughs) on the beach. I signed up. Probably in the panhandle, too. I I signed up. I signed up to go to, uh, I said, I want to go to Brazil. And then they said, no, you can't leave the country because of something. And they said, okay, I'm going to go to Chicago to work with inner city gangs. And they said, (laughs) you in inner city, (laughs) you did not say that. I did. I put it in the application. I said, I want to go to Chicago. Why would you go to work with (laughs) inner... Because you're you're just not jaded at 18. Right. So you you were going to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to make a difference. And you you pick something tough, man. Yeah. And they said, no, you're going to the Florida profile. (laughs) They looked at your profile and said, no. You know what I did? Brother, I did puppet shows for kids. (laughs) (laughs) You were puppet ministry? I, I did like puppet shows for little kids in the house. <laughs> for little kids. Oh my That's all I gosh. did. The, in whole, Florida. the whole summer. <laughs> the, re- the reason was they looked at him. They, they, yeah, they, the, they the said the application process. They're like, this kid, you got to go to YouTube to see what he looks like. He's just all American, like, you know, the kid. Here he is. He wants to go to inner city games. <laughs> Not a chance. Send him to work with puppets in Florida. That's Amen. it. Brother, I'm, wow. I'm, I, and uh, man, was I, that with the North American Mission Board? It or? was. Yeah, I, I think it was called something different. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't you matter. get that, man. That was so. A good th- time. But then <laughs> at one point we but we grew up together. So Glenn, Glenn had a lot of influence on me growing up. So I can go back to pivotal moments. One, I, because we're gonna go through, and you, it may stir your memory because this is funny. Number one, <laughs> the first car I ever bought in my life. Mm. They hooked me up with it. Mm, His dad it. and Glenn. Glenn had a 79 Camaro Berlinetta. That's right. Deluxe. Deluxe. He <laughs> had a deluxe. It, was. it had a light blue interior, dark blue exterior. Mm-hmm. No fin, though. Everybody had fins, oh, but no, this one yeah. was no fin. No spoiler no on fin. the back. You added a sunroof that leaked for the rest <laughs> of my life. It had a sunroof in it. Nice rims, though, tires. Yep, yep. And you were with me when I got this. I know it. I, I worked all summer for those things. Well, and the guy said, 
I said, man, you make sure y'all don't bend the rims. We're professionals. We don't bend rims. <laughs> Brother, bent that rim. You waited with me in the waiting room. For in the seven, waiting room. For seven hours. Yes. And you they know, bent the rims. They bent the rims. But they, they were some smooth rims. They were some good rims, man. But I remember, the reason I say this is, I remember going to your dad, because your dad's going to join us for lunch in a little bit, I think. So uh, he goes, to, and, and they let me buy that car for $800. Yep. $800 is what wow. I bought your car from, which was a great deal because it was probably worth, seriously, way more than that. For the youth of America that don't know what a Bernadetta is. Mama's car. That was the luxury version. Oh, yeah, the, the deluxe. He even said it. Yes. Yes. Deluxe. Yeah. But he put a jam system in it. I even changed oh. around, updated. It had some rocks, man. We were able That's to rock cool it car. out. Oh, Dude, yeah. for, instead of getting a, a, a ring for my, my graduation, Told my parents I wanted uh, air shocks in it to raise hey, it up. Yeah, a little. man. Oh, yeah. Why and so, you? and and so, uh, no ring, no graduation ring. Put air shocks in it, and I, love it. I give it to you. And I, I no, think, you don't give it. I, I buy it. Hey, come on, hold on. What, what, what color was it? Blue. Midnight blue. Midnight yes. blue. Light blue. Interior. You got to find that thing, brother. It's long doors. It, it's well, long we're gonna go the long doors because I'm gonna talk about oh, those long doors. Yeah. <laughs> you remember what happened? Oh, those long doors. Yeah, I do. Hold on. You got some music. You don't need to worry about that. You need to get me a little Van Halen queued up. All right. Because the reason why is get me some Van Halen. Hold on. It was this? No, dark blue. That's light blue. Dark. Uh, midnight look, though. That's midnight. You can look it up. Yeah. So we're. This is another story, but we, he we we this is when you actually owned it. Glenn would always come over. We pulled in front of our house. You remember we had the the hill in front of oh, our yeah. house in Savannah. Oh yeah. So I had a big steep hill. We were rocking out. I'm talking about we jammed. The one thing that Glenn may act like he don't know anything about, we rocked all kind of music. If it was Night Ranger, if it was Van Halen, don't go tell ahead. Me you got something? Mad. Come on, give me something. It might have been kind of, turn oh. it up, son. Wait, there ain't you look. went with hot for teacher. Well, why would you? <laughs> This is the way. Hey, there's some stories oh, there too, man. but we won't <laughs> go there on this podcast. <laughs> so you had to go with high frequency. You got to get the guitar lead yeah, in there. Sorry. All right. So we're jamming out like this. We pull up in front of the house. I get out of my side. We're running to go out. We're gonna go out, son. Glenn's jamming. The door sticks in the dirt on the hill. Glenn decides to back up, peels the front door to the panel because we hear this. Woo, son. <laughs> and I'm like, Glenn, no, no. He just backs it up. Yeah. They're, Boom. They're long. So there you go. Just a little Van Halen story. So, oh, yeah, you no. literally pinned that door to the front of your car. No, yeah. I, was, I thought you was going to mention the time you opened the door. We went to visit somebody at an apartment. You opened the door up and the doors were long. It, it grinded the, <laughs> the car next to us, the paint off like a five-inch <laughs> Well, Grind it to silver. It's so hard with those big doors. And though. brother, we left a note on their car, and do you remember this? I vaguely remember. Dude, they, they came over going. They didn't think we did it for some reason. They said somebody left. I said no, we did it. We did it to you. And she said somebody did it. I don't know who did it. I'm telling you, it was us. And they didn't. We got out of. It. We got. They, they, and I said, all right, we did what we know. We That's know all you can do. do. You tried to do the right thing. That thing had some long doors, man. Big heavy door. Heavy. All the hinges we, were oh, always oh, breaking. Yeah, because sagging. Of, yeah, because they were too heavy. We had a bunch of them in the neighborhood. I had a white Z28. Uh, somebody Scott. had an orange one. JB. JB had an orange one. And JB, by the way, one. listens now too. So mm-hmm. JB and Denise are listening, but he had the he had the best one. It was mm-hmm. sweet. That orange Customized. Camaro with the T tops. Oh, that's yeah. that's we don't want to go there all the way. Yeah, were you be- with us when we threw the water balloons out at the girl? I've told the story before, but I don't think you were. You were too good. <laughs> 
We were bad. <laughs> Glenn was always trying to do the right thing, well, which is, is admirable. Mm. Not always. I was scared, man. But most, scared. <laughs> most of the time, he was trying to do the right. You were the good My Christian. My parents input. made me watch Scared Straight, and it gave me PTSD, brother. I'm just telling you. I said, <laughs> did they parents, really? My parents said, we're gonna send you to LTI. They're gonna send me to some What's LTI. It was they changed the name. It used to be called. It was something. It's a prison for boys. I went to LTI. <laughs> You the man, bro. Not a shock. No, I went visiting. I didn't like oh, like oh, go go. Yeah. yeah, no, the Summer Grove go-go? Choir. Yeah, the Summer yeah. Grove Choir. We used to sing to the inmates for some reason. I don't See? know why. He's, he went to Summer Grove back in the day. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So, I watched that boy. I watched it in TV show Bad Boys movie, but Sean yeah. Penn scared me so bad, and then make thing. I said, Lord, I'm gonna be sent. <laughs> Y'all had prison. a name for that blue card. Nahum. Too. Nahum the blue card. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you named it Nahum. Why yeah. did you You named it. I didn't know. I know it. I, I just wanted to, I want to name it Bible. Bible. I want to name it Bible. No. Yeah, had a, he, that's the way. Who in high school names your car a Bible Nobody. name? Nobody. Man, get the bug. <laughs> man, there's a bug. I was wondering I what was going on my mouth. There. There's a gnat in here. Yeah. Anyway. So, but growing up, you were always trying to do the right thing. You really pretty much. I mean, there was a few little fun, edgy things. But the time that I even tried out for cheerleader or mascot, do you remember the I day do. you picked me up? I do. You had to get me hyped. I made a mixtape. It was my <laughs> first mixtape I ever made. He said, said, look, you're going to do this. Because I was like, man, I was I scared. About that, man. I was nervous. I didn't really want to do it. What was on this mixtape? A rock and roll. Everything. It had Van Halen on it. It had Van Halen on it. Probably Night It Ranger. was something from 5150. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. See? So. <laughs> but he got me hyped, so I get jazzed up and go in there and Yep. You know, amp them up. Son. And you got it. I did. I feel bad scary. about that. Sometimes I think you need this moment of silence, too. And I, I, <laughs> no, think about, I think no. about 30 Glenn, years ago. Glenn, and I go, I probably no. did it too much. No, I, you didn't need it. It was my first and only mixtape. Is this, is this Closer, the right but color? no stripes, though. No stripes. Closer, yes. You're getting there. Dark blue. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But I can tell you, he was instrumental in all that. You were my best man at my wedding. Yeah. So that's been 22 years ago. Yeah, almost. you were in mine. That's right. Drove down to Baton Rouge and... Uh, See, that's there a long time. 20, 24 years ago. And then you were a youth pastor over men and Open Eyes came over there and played some. Oh, you yeah. Know, you hosted us. You took care of us. Oh, yeah. I did an event one time and y'all came in. <laughs> did we do wrong? Uh, all I know is... I had all the churches from the area come. We had a gym full, man. We had three or 400 kids, was man, this that, packed in there. Was that that guy that was speaker that... I don't remember his name, but he was kind of edgy, too. Oh, yeah. He he died, man. What was well, his name? Well, way to go. Man. I don't know if he died or not. <laughs> he Kurt, was his name Kurt? It, it, it's fixing, it'll hit me here in a second. It don't matter. Anyway, there are 400. We had a bunch of kids in the gym. What happened? And so, y'all come out. <laughs> and Well, this uh, y'all did some songs, and then y'all ended right before he came up with Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's been we've been doing it a long time, Glenn. Oh man, living they on prayer. We, well, they just got him in the right mindset. It did. So, See, it, we've been doing. Uh, oh, he was in, he was intense. That dude was intense, but he was good. I don't yeah, remember. Man. I just remember it was kind of like a revival for all those kids. It's not, it'll hit me before it's all over. Yeah, I think Glenn provided some hope for mom for your friend group. Yeah, well, well I think about all the other poop he hung around with. Sorry, the poop Jerry. that I hung <laughs> around with people. The poop I hung around with people. I heard poop. I heard poop. Distinctly, I heard the does, poop does that I hung So that means Scott yeah. is a poop. Glenn, I mean, Greg, <laughs> Glenn, whoever. I mean, Don was Terry, poop. T- Harry. Pledger. Who was that little guy that lived across the street from y'all? Kevin? Kevin. I remember old Kevin, man. Kevin! 
And his dad would come out and holler for him. We didn't have that cell phones. Reeves. Yeah. Kevin Reeves. Kevin Reeves. You didn't have cell phones. Mark. You didn't have anything. Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark. They would always yeah. holler for him. It was Stephen Leone. Leone lived Scott around the Scott don't understand. There was this no. dad across the street. You didn't have cell phones, Scott. I didn't have. Once again, I'm not that much older. I know, but I'm teaching no, the younger. younger. You would be younger. Yeah, sorry. We're teaching the young people. <laughs> So yeah. parents had to holler. Yes, my parents hollered. And he would, I'm Mr. Reeves, you could you could hear him. He was like a siren in the neighborhood. Yes. And then the Leones, they lived around the corner. But yep. I, I, oh, you know, you, you know, we all we had a bunch of kids in our neighborhood. But let's go back to a darker time in the neighborhood. <laughs> Tammy Dubose. Oh yeah. The preacher's Ooh. daughter lived in the neighborhood too. Wait, wait, wait. But hold you were not on, a part on. of this. Let me Tammy Dubose. Oh. Is that Wayne Dubose's yes, daughter? It is. <gasps> Everybody was in love with her. Wow. Where there was no there was seventeen guys in our neighborhood. That's a lot of guys. And, and two girls. <laughs> so who was the other girl? Tammy and who? I don't even know. I know there's another. No, there was more Kim. Kim uh Oh, I was thinking her coming down because I yeah, don't. Yeah, there's another girl named Kim. <laughs> hey, don't forget about the Isabels. Oh, right across the street. Yeah, little Isabel. No, that, that that well, yeah, they were some lookers too. I ain't gonna lie, they were easy on the eyes, but they weren't there very long. Because yeah, I think they, they went, something happened and they moved because they were across from Tony. <laughs> something happened. No, I think there's their dad or the company. He was in construction or something. Right. But anyway, so but you weren't a part of the first time. Well, it wasn't the first time I skipped school, but when we convinced Tammy to skip school because you were in high school by then I was in eighth grade you were in high school Dude, that's you're the first, a year, that's you're the a first time I ever met you man you're it a year was, older than me right you know the first time I ever met you was at the at the at the bus stop yep we had bus stop we rode the and bus. We, you'd walk down there and ride the bus and dude you had this long hair on the sides like <laughs> oh, like but biblical it, no like biblical long you know when they say don't cut the sides of your hair and you sit there and I said, who is this dude? Looks like Ian right now. Yeah. No, he had boy. long hair chops like this, and this looks so funny, man. And, and I, <laughs> I promise you. funny looking. Who no, are you no. talking about? And, and, and you you went and got a haircut. The bi level. It changed your life. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> he said it changed my life. But Overnight. The bi level did a lot of difference. It made a lot of difference. You went people. from this dopey dude to the most popular guy with uh, one haircut. <laughs> Well, thank yeah. God for the bi level. I'm telling you. And so that morning, it was a morning, you got your hair cut, and these girls come out I ain't never seen, and they said, hey, we're going to skip school and watch MTV all day. I went, yeah. Well. And Justin was hightailing it to the house. I'm well, gone. Well, I got to go. We skipped school, man. I remember Don't, si- all is, day, We're I not condoning si- this activity at this point. I w- I MTV was, was new. I know it was. I was sitting was in. Cool. I was sitting in algebra, looking up at the clock, going, "They're watching MTV." Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but your mama scared you straight with she whatever. She scared me yeah. straight, bro. She's uh, like, oh, yeah. "You're gonna be going to LTI. Yeah. You think you're gonna get out?" No. So we, so we get Tammy <laughs> Dubos and convince her. This, oh, this ought to convince people not to skip. And Tammy <laughs> will back this up if you find her, if you know her. I think she's still in the area somewhere. So. We're like, let's skip. We do whatever. We're going to skip. We convince her to it. The pastor's daughter of the biggest church in our area, which was literally, you could walk somewhere grow from our house. And the one day her daddy, the pastor, decides to go to school to pick her up for a surprise lunch to bless her. (laughs) To bless her. He drives up there and, hey, I'm, you know, 
Pastor Dubose. I'm here to pick up my daughter for a surprise lunch. <laughs> and that joker, they go. Was that the Baptist they, pastor? Yeah. Oh yeah, Wayne knows. Yeah, I don't. Knows. I don't. Know I'm gonna give you. Sto- like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give oh. you a story on Wayne in a minute because he's he's a good dude. So so they go. Well, Mr. Dubose, she's not here today. She didn't come to. She didn't. She's oh. absent. Oh boy. Oh man. Mm. I will never forget. We said we had our plan together, uh, and the plan was is when the. We knew the timing of the bus. I was like, we got to get close enough to somebody's house that when the bus comes, we all run out and act like, man, that was a great day, whatever. <laughs> and it was that no. Was foiled. It was no bueno. No bueno. This daddy, yeah, Pastor Dubus came home. and Well, I got to give him a lot of credit. He was so kind. Like, he could have been ugly to me and the rest of us. It wasn't just me. It wasn't like I was just the only influence. I was one of them. I don't remember who the other. Maybe been Jerry Wren. I don't remember oh, who all of Jerry Wren. Yeah, he and, got the haircut too. It changed his life. Yeah, that and, <laughs> and we got it. The haircut. This is funny. The bi level came out. That was probably 1984 ish, freshman year, 1983 ish. But it was right there at that little uh, on Southland Park. Remember uh-huh. that little? Oh yeah. There was a lady there that was cutting hair, and she's like, "This is going to be the new thing." And they cut that bi level in and. The world was different. Mm. Thank it God changed, for the bi-level. It changed your life, bro. Yeah. So, but, and now they call it, what do they, they don't call the bi-level, they call it the mullet. But it was the, it was the, <laughs> the bi-level. Bi- you the, should see some of these pictures, by Yes, the, way. the bi-level was the mullet, but that's what you they call it. You a pioneer. A pioneer. This is, this is my favorite one, yes. currently. We can't see pictures, Scott, unless you're showing everybody. This is a, this is an audio thing. So you would have to hold <laughs> I showed the camera, oh, sir. I'm sure that everybody sir. saw that he little said, picture. Sir. He's like... Yeah, look, there you go. There's you at my level. I don't know that mine was that good. Oh, my gosh. What? It's a it's an audio thing. You can't put them on there and they know. You wouldn't be able to see it. you got to be able to make sure. Now, we can upgrade, and you can edit down, and we can yes. put in. I like yes. it. Are we, are we adding that? Is that what yes. I love it. Come I will on. add whatever you want. No, it's what you want. It's your podcast. I'm just trying to make sure you get a visual effect. If you go by level, how do you make it happen? Right. It's going to be the new background picture. Of the podcast is, a, is, the, a, is the bi level. So, do you want to show your hair then while we're talking of hair? <laughs> oh man, please do. <laughs> yeah. Because how old are you when we took a picture together? Uh, I was eighteen, I think. Wait till you see this, Glenn. This is just to bring it back to you. If we're, if we're going hair, because Glenn, you went Rick Springfield yourself. I, I went that way. Yeah. So hair, if you go back, but it to didn't. It, it didn't change my life like it changed your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's well. That was. I don't. That's just pure. Luck, blessing, yeah. man! I never got oh, the. I never oh, got please show us, God. It, it is worth the wait, because <laughs> you, when you see this, this is. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> so go ahead and show them, Scott. We may edit oh. it in though, just so that they can see. It, oh. We definitely need to edit in because I'm not sure you'll oh. be able to really fully appreciate yeah, when it goes full screen. Incredible. Just to give you some idea, if if we can't edit it in, uh, Pat no, we can. from SNL is what I look like. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty similar. Did you do that by choice? You know, it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess so. I I used to see um, Pines Road right there. There was a barber shop right there on the corner of Pines and Greenwood Road, oh, yeah. in like that little by Langford Hardware. Uh-huh. And it was this old old man, and he cut my hair from the time I was like born till I was eighteen years old. Like, and you that's got a just haircut like it. when you were born. Well, I mean, <laughs> so here we go. That's it's it. semantics. Yeah, 
Like, yeah, when he, like, like, when, he came, when he came out, they gave him that bangs. <laughs> they yeah, gave you bangs at, right across at eight, when like, you were born. Son, you must come out with a full head of hair. I did. No, I know. Well, I mean, whenever my first haircut uh, was, whatever age that was. Because I had, believe it or not, I had uh, jet white like almost I don't think white jet hair. And white. <laughs> yeah. Isn't I was jet going black. Jet black. How about snow white? Snow, snow white. white. <laughs> like it was pure white and it was thick and it was long. Ooh. Flowing long. What, like lines. like Fabio? Like Fabio. Yeah. As yeah. a baby? As a three year old. <laughs> I have pictures. Can we please? Please. I'll, please. I'll, get, I'll get Paula to send me some pictures. You were like baby Fabio. <laughs> baby Fabio. I love it. Anyway, go back to Glenn. We yes. got to get. We'll come yes. back to you, Scott. We'll go into Baby Sorry. Fabio yeah. the next time. Any other uh, that you said that you had some stories, Glenn, that you want to get off your chest? You've you've driven from Baton Rouge with your son. Thank you for giving us your time. But please uh, unload. Give us any information you have. Man, I was just thinking of. Uh, I knew him as Buddy. Man, I never knew him as Buddy and John. John. Yeah. Yes. But man, I, uh, John, uh, Buddy. John, he, Buddy. he to me, I remember. Did you wear like trucker hats? A Bef- lot, like in the eighty, but like before trucker hats got famous again. They were not cool, when I brother. Heard. I just remember you walking around in a trucker hat, going, and they sat on top of my hair. Yeah, you had Don't it in the flow. Under a trucker yeah, so you hat. were wearing it in flow style. As yes, they say. yeah. We didn't know that term <laughs> the, then, but the the truth is, is Scott, I do believe we're plowing new ground here because we Ooh. keep referring to pictures. It is only appropriate if you're on YouTube that somehow I'll help you edit it in. If they give me a thing, I can put them at least on there so you can see John in his trucker hat. I've got a good one. Your hair, the mullet, the trucker hats, we can figure that out. It Mm -hmm. sat on top of my head like you're describing because I couldn't get it down over my hair. Now, the reason why, Glenn, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember he had kind of flowing hair, wavy hair? Like Uh, Fabio. No. I I know why it curled up, man. Like, do you remember that? What what was the story then? He had surgery. That's That's exactly right. After the surgery, uh, his hair curled up, man. I believe that, but it's true. And it went into like an afro. I believe it. You wouldn't believe it. It was. It was. It was was amazing to look at. You were skateboarding. I felt felt sorry for him. (laughs) I really did. I felt sorry. So did I. I felt sorry. A lot of people did, Glenn. It still do. I know, man. But it went. Really yeah. kinky, and it you did. didn't get a perm or anything. <laughs> no, it's it a was like perm. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and what's crazy? Times were so different. You couldn't cut it short. Nope. If you'd have cut it short, you'd have been like an old I man. I wish I'd have known that now. But you can't. That's the things yeah. you can't go back. It was back the eighties, dude. Yeah, you, you grew can't have out. a crew cut. No, you look like a bad Neil Sean from the Journey. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, like that Neil Sean yeah. look. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, man, yeah. and. Man, I just knew John. That brother was the hardest working day. He always working. He I mean, was. he's gone. I said, "Where's your brother? He's gone. He's never there." And if he was home, he's he had his head under a car hood. That's yeah. the truth. He'd be out oh, and, yeah. and and doing that. But I do remember that one time we all went to uh, we went to Panama. Yeah, I have pictures of that too. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. All and, three of us on the beach. And man, did brother? He was so proud. He said, "I got a pamphlet." And he showed us all this pamphlet. <laughs> this pamphlet. You know, this, is, oh. this is pre-internet. You got something for us, Scott? Yeah. He said it's a... Yeah. Uh, and we were going to, you know, Panama. See, Panama you're going City, next man. level, son. You got music, Scott. We're putting video pictures in there. We Scott were... Odom is next level, son. <laughs> I love it. Give me the gig. Yeah, he said, what? Yeah. But you remember what happened in Panama? Go ahead. I got well, I just, I just remember... We rode in what car did you? You had a white Z twenty eight, a white Z twenty eight. I rode in the back of that <laughs> on the hump, <laughs> on the hump. Because they memorize that hump. Yeah, the whole way there. 
And I was in charge of navigation. Yes. Mm-hmm. We didn't have, have. Now you had maps. You didn't have, you didn't have no, no cell phones. Mm-mm. And I was, in, I was sitting in the back looking at it. And I'm telling you, it took us 18 hours <laughs> to get to Panama. They didn't have no 49. We went some backwards. We would lost the whole way there. Yes, and man, y'all was cussing at me. I'm talking <laughs> cussing yeah, me out. Cussing at me. We, we were a little edgy. I mean, we, and we were. were so road rash. But anyway, Buddy had this pamphlet. He was showing us this pamphlet. Look at this where we're staying. Look at this <laughs> lagoon. Had a, a lagoon. Look at these. Look where at did this. you get the pamphlet? Well, I don't know. Look at this hotel, guys. This is where we're staying, and we're only paying this much. It's just a little off the beach. We're going to save just a ton. Just a little bit. We're going to save a ton. And I'm telling you, 18 hours driving down there. We, forever. That is so, we're so good, road right. And we got in there, and this place was a dump, brother. <laughs> it's <really laughs> so bad. And you, and we went and looked at that picture of the lagoon and looked at the actual lagoon. It was like a nasty, just <laughs> green. That's true. What year was pond. this? That had to that have been, like, been eighty-seven. It was your high school trip. Wow, it's when you graduated high school. Yeah. Wow. And yep. So you, gra- you graduated eighty-four. Three years before yeah, eighty-four. Yeah. Oh, John went up to the managers. Looked at look at this pamphlet. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> I, you remember that story because that I was do. the tithe story. I tell it all the time. Do you know? Man. Do you ever? Do you, you probably don't remember this. This is a really cool God story. Tell me about it. Man. All right, so we go down there and we didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. I mean, Glenn's family was a little more well off. Your mom was successful. Your dad was successful. We were average yep. at best. Maybe a little below. Below average. And we did. We saved our money. We somehow were trying to figure out how to go on this trip. Mm-hmm. So John, you take it from there because that gives you a little background. Ooh, man, y'all brought back some memories. That place was a dump. Yeah. So. <laughs> And we were cash only. Yes, so you didn't have there was anyone. no credit cards. There was no such thing back then. Didn't even know what that meant. So we get there. It's a three-day trip. So we drove that 18 hours just to stay there three <laughs> days. And uh, we get to the last day, and we're out of money. We've all spent all of our money. And uh, I've got to, we got to get us back. And it's a Z28. So if you only think about a 78 Z28, oh. they're thirsty. Thirsty <laughs> machines. Drink some gas. Yes. So, man, I'm like the oldest one there, and I'm the driver, so I'm thinking, oh, man. So, what else do you do, though? It's the last day. We decided to go back out to the beach. Got to so get drove, your last. We drove over to wherever the beach was because mm-hmm. we weren't staying on the right. beach. And I get out in the ocean, and I remember, I tell people all the time, all kidding aside, I just looked up to the sky, and I said, help. That's all I said. And about that time, I look in the water, and I see something kind of floating around, and it's like curled up, and it's a $50 bill floating in the ocean and i'm like what in the world well what was cool about that story is before i left mom was kind of our spiritual leader she was the teacher sunday school teacher and all that and i was wrestling with whether i should tithe or not right before we left she was like always always tithe i was like man i don't know because you've got this trip coming up <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm gonna tithe <laughs> right now with this trip going on yeah i'm thinking man i'd like to have that money in reserve man and i'll give it when i get back and she was like nope faithfully give it so when that 50 dollars bill floated up that's exactly what i tied before i left he said let me give it back to you in the, waves. in the gulf of mexico <laughs> that's awesome, and man. i got our gas back that's <laughs> yeah, how we got it. we wouldn't be here john we'd have been stuck <laughs> down in the and here's the crazy part about the story so we go to mcdonald's right away we fill up the car first then we go to mcdonald's and the three of us order, and the order came to six dollars and sixty-six cents. I remember that. I don't remember that. And I said, "No, ma'am, we're yeah, not no. paying six sixty-six. Add some fries or something to that order." You got That's an apple wild. pie, brother. Yes. 
That's funny. Yep. Back when they would just burn you to death when you yes. got through that first. Oh, <laughs> that was good times. And we got home on that cash. I remember that now. That that's is true. That's wow. cool though, man. Wow, you went from Florida, Louisiana on fifty bucks. Gas was cheap back in nineteen eighty seven, man. Oh yeah. Man, I mean, really, it was wow. a totally different time yeah. too. Yep. And we probably knew our way then, Scott. We didn't get lost going eighteen hours I trying hope, to I get hope around. So. Let me tell I, you, I think I think maybe at one point you were driving. And we came to this big old bridge. Oh, yeah, no, and you pulled over and said, I ain't driving over that bridge. <laughs> Am I crazy on that? That was Baton Rouge. Oh. It was It was going to, when we were going through I that do. way. And you, oh. you said, no, no, sir. No, sir, I, I ain't, ain't driving. driving over that bridge. We'd pull over and I had to take back oh. over. Well, oh, we were man. young, so you were probably just a year older than me, so you yeah. had just graduated. I was 18. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, was I was 18. scared, too. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, I've like, never <laughs> seen a bridge like that, man. No, it was that big bridge going yeah, over back man. Yep. That's, That's right. crazy. Yeah, over that all the time. Hey, man, your your mom, man, she really she changed my life one time. I'll tell you. All right. She, um, I, I did a prayer. I said, uh, I remember praying this on a Sunday night. I said, God, uh, our preacher passed on, preached on spiritual gifts. I didn't know what I had. I said, He said, pray to the Lord. He'd show you what it is. I said, Lord, you know, show me what my spiritual gift is. Went to your house on a Monday. And your mom, we were always together. So, I mean, I mean, that's what's actually, cool is that you came over and that this happened. But go ahead. Your mom be sitting at the table. She had a Bible open. She had a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. <laughs> that's, that's the way true. we did it right there. I'll tell you, man, I walk in and I got the four nastiest dogs ever <laughs> walking out. You, they, they lived in a, a house the size Sick. of a Skittle, man. Yep, yep. That, and you walk in their backyard... They had one of them sliding glass doors and that you put a stick in. You don't remember these, man. They used to have sliding glass doors. Security you, stick. You put, you, you get a broom, you, you saw it off, and you put it, and it's your lock. And you got to move it, and you're just banging it around. And when you walked in their backyard, it smelled like hot dog crap. Man. I was wondering where you were going with that. It smelled like hot dog crap. You got four dogs. I mean, four big, they come walk in. Just, oh. Man. Oh, that's bad. Anyway, so I walk in, you know, and his, his mom's there. And she's, she's just blowing a giant puff out the side of her mouth. <laughs> she's studying that word, though, bro. Studying that word, looking at you guys, look at me. Justin would be like, he'd be ironing his pants in his underwear. Oh, yes, it's at the uh, kitchen, in the oh, kitchen. Yeah. We, we didn't have no washroom. Nope. And so uh, she looked at me and she said, Glenn Myers. Or Glendale. She called me Glendale. Glendale, your spiritual gift. She said, it's exhortation. I had no idea what that was, brother. <laughs> and but I, I can't tell you. I look back and I said, that's one of my gifts, it man. Is your gift. And I went, dang, it just really helped me in my life. And I, I'd never seen a prayer answer that quick. That's cool, that's man. Awesome. I so never knew I, that story. No, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. She, just, uh, so she was, and she was, she'd be getting on you about your long hair, man. She'd be bringing up Bible verses on it. But, man, <laughs> oh, she loved you. Oh, she loved yeah. me, man. Oh, I, 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 hold on. Before we move on, I, I have one question. What is exhortation? <laughs> encouragement, lifting yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't even know okay, what it was. Yeah, you. yeah, As yeah. I you kind of lifting and, up. Yeah, yeah, lifting up, encouragement, yeah. and you help people kind of look to the Lord. Yeah. who are feeling demoralized. Yeah, <laughs> he said demoralized. <laughs> he said demoralized. But this is why, yeah. if we joke about it, I mean, our house we had dysfunction. I mean, because they were going to get divorced. They weren't divorced the whole time. They lived together and you were around. They were together. Yeah. Well, they she were kept just, her word. Yeah, and they were just she said, I'm going to stay with him until y'all are gone. Yeah, but what was cool to me when I look back at it is she was still seeking and trying oh, yeah. to figure that out and leading us, whether that was a kid like Glenn or or us. She was still trying to navigate Absolutely. that and figure all that, even in the imperfection God was working in it and trying to work through. But what's funny is when you look back and think, 
that's all we knew. We didn't have anything else. Yeah, I don't, like, I, we didn't know anything different. Now, I did look at the Myers because y'all had more and they were working hard. Because your mom was the number one salesman for Century 21 for a long time. Yeah, man. She sold more homes in North Louisiana than anyone in the history of real estate yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I mean, yeah. so they were successful. And they were, and, but that's where I think God put, I mean, thankful that God put Glenn in my life because it was. I mean, really, Glenn was always trying to do the right thing. We we cut up. We had a good time. You remember? Hold on. Speaking of that, do you remember we went to some party? Because I didn't drink in high school. Oh, hold on, man. but I never like unbeknownst yeah. to what I never drank alcohol in high school. And Glenn's one of the reasons why is because he didn't drink. We didn't ever go out and party, or, but we like going to see what people are doing. So we go to this one party. And Pepsi had just come out. Do you remember this? A hundred percent, man. I tell my kids about this. All <laughs> go time. ahead. You can go oh, ahead and no, tell the no. story. So. I don't, I'm probably won't tell as good as you, but man, we we go into this party and man, people are getting lit up, man. We're 16, 17 years old and it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> I, I'm scared to say this story because that person might be out there. It, don't say who it is. I don't even know who it I was. I don't either. Brother, it so. don't matter, but that's just what it is. And so we, we go into party and we know we're not supposed to be here. You just feel it. You feel it is dark. Like we're so- just trying to figure it out. They're like, hey, Glenn, I hear that. Let's go. Yeah. So we ride together and we go over there. So uh, we're leaving out, and this dude, he's kind of two sheets to the wind. And he goes, <laughs> he looks at Justin, kind of points him, points his finger in his chest, looks at, and goes, what are you drinking? Looks at his can, you know, sees that it's Pepsi. You got to gear this dude, down. You got, you got, you tell it, just kind of pick up for I might have messed up right there. All I, no, you were right. I just said it in a, nice way that it's the choice of the new generation <laughs> there might have been a word in there and i'm fixing to shove it somewhere but i just say that yeah. glenn was there with me to defend me to get my back to go like i'm like glenn we're this is not going well right <laughs> we might need to get out of here so i'll gear it all that down well, well no you he said this is the choice of the new generation <laughs> And then Justin looks at me. It's like a movie scene. He looks at me like he's like he's Burt Reynolds, you know, from the seventies. He looks at me, and then he rears back and lays one on that dude's chin, <laughs> knocks him out. That dude falls back on the door and is rolling down. See, I was trying to leave that out. I don't. I'm sorry, man. If we cut that out, <laughs> we'll edit that out, brother. I said, we got to go. <laughs> he about blew up the speaker. But oh, man, but I'm Glenn sorry. is the one that. We went around a lot. There's a lot of story. I tell you, you know more than I do about me because it's funny. You just don't – you have to have those people that you can do life with and that you kept me straight because, weirdly, we didn't do a lot of horrible things. We did some horrible things, but not as bad yeah. as it could have been. Yeah. But I would say Glenn kept kept me straighter and encouraged me more than uh, – many of my other friends so i'm very thankful for that in my was life Glenn with you and when y'all put bubble bath in the fish pond yeah i was there man <laughs> he I, said i, I was I, there I had, to, I had to pay that fine yeah. <laughs> it, yeah that's a famous one well yeah we, we were kids yeah teenagers yeah. kevin but, cross oh man i didn't i don't know what kevin you ever hear from kevin cross i saw his birthday yesterday on facebook did you really? kevin cross a bunch of us we all were going on a softball trip that we really weren't going on a softball trip, but we had to steal the church van. Couve, we had a Sunday school teacher that was so kind. Love him, God bless him. At Summer Grove, we did not have permission to go on the trip. <laughs> but Kevin Cross and all them convinced them that we could steal the church van. 
So we got the church van somehow with Coove, and we went down for a trip. We never made it to the softball, whatever we said. It really wasn't even a thing. We were just going down there. It was there a cover to, story. Yeah, I guess you could say uh, that. There was some tomfoolery going on, some shenanigans. <laughs> but in the end, I won't go into all of that. Some of it's not appropriate. But when we got to the last night, we had been moving from hotel to hotel because we got kicked out. Coove on the first day got so sunburnt. Do you remember this, Glenn? That oh. he could not function. <laughs> he couldn't. And he, we had to put him in the bed. And then he said, all I want is fried shrimp. Do you remember this, yeah. Glenn? <laughs> so he said, I just want some. I came down here, I just want some fried shrimp. We found a buffet that was a nice shrimp buffet, a nice seafood buffet. And all of us got shopping bags. Do you remember that? I do. And we stole all of the food (laughs) off of that buffet and filled it in bags and came in and dumped all that shrimp on his bed. We we covered while he was in the bed, we poured we covered him in a in a bed of fried shrimp. (laughs) That's the truth. We tortured him. Yes. But oh, then we got kicked out of that. that oh, we got kicked out of that one, probably because of greasy shrimp on the bed or whatever. But then <laughs> we got to the, and there were some bad things that happened there. Kevin Cross, you know what you did. And then, uh, <laughs> so then we go to the next one, though, and we're up late. And finally, we see this beautiful fountain at this hotel we're in. And somebody had the idea. We were blowing fire extinguishers off in the hallways yeah. at one point. But then we decided to put shampoo into the fish the the fountain. Yeah. We didn't realize there were fish in there. To be fair, well, we bubbled that thing up like you've never seen. There, there were it was amazing. I mean, to see it come on. Well, in the night, it's middle of the night. I mean, maybe two in the morning, three in the morning. I don't know what time it was. So all of a sudden, we're laughing and having a good time. And man, somebody boom, 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 boom. They start banging on our door. Everybody jumps in, and acts like we're sleeping. Coove, somebody's at the door. Poor old Coove. Our son is going to try to get up and go out to the door, and it's the Galveston police. And they're like, we know what you did, and somebody's going to jail tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And all of us are going, what? Sir, we've been sleeping. What? Glenn, you back me up. We hadn't been sleeping, brother. (laughs) No, but I'm saying we acted like we were sleeping. Yeah, you jumped in the bed and go, act like you're sleeping. (laughs) Turn off all the lights. And you answer the door. With your finger and your eye, like you, you've been sleeping and stretching and yawning. I went, oh, Lord. You were innocent. You didn't do anything. I was scared to death. Man. Yeah, I we was, were all I scared was, to death. I was going to LTI, brother. That was in my mind. <laughs> you were going to LTI. We were all going. And they made it. We killed all of the, they had all these famous goldfish or these mm-hmm. like expensive goldfish. We killed all of them. They were like, you, you pay for everything or you're all going to jail. Well, Glenn and Tony Gentry are the only two that had money that I can remember. Because right. I think Tony, his family had a little bit of money. And they had to put all their money together and bail us out. I'm here today, a free man, because of Glenn Myers. <laughs> I could be an oh, LTI. You could be an LTI, brother. But you know, that's true. True story. The, 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 the scariest part was that was that I was in charge of getting the van. <laughs> and I knew that Summer Grove Baptist Church had a van. And I knew that the back window didn't lock because I helped clean it out for some RA award or something like that. <laughs> he was that kid. And I knew I knew that you could put any key in it to start it. And I said, man, we, we had to get a vehicle. And then I just a lot of things fell through. And I said, well, get that van. Justin said, you got to get it, brother. <laughs> I said, Bert, I can't take a church van. We're taking a church van. We're 16 years old. He said, no, you're going to get it. <laughs> well, I- and brother, we drive over there. I'm My heart's pounding out of my chest. I said, I can't do it. Justin said, 
Just do it. Just do it, Glenn. <laughs> we open we open that door, get it in, and we just put in any key, and man, we got the windows down, and Justin's going, just do it, just drive. <laughs> and we're driving. I can't believe I'm still in the church van. Our, mu- our, mullet, our mullets are blowing in the wind yeah. as we're driving down the road. But we got it, baby. And man, we took that thing for three days, brought it, cleaned it up, brought it yep. back in that church. Never knew we did it, man. It is the worst <laughs> thing I have ever done in my life. But I, we survived. Oh Lord, oh, my God. Yeah, we that, stole that, it. That, we did. See, and I didn't remember all those details. I don't oh. remember how we got it. But you were like, "Come on, just do it. Just do it." That's peer pressure. My oh, bad, man. Yeah. My bad. Wow. See, so, those are oh. that's stories you don't get anywhere. I, just, I told you, he's got a lot more on that, me. Than, that just took me back to the old RA cabin at Summer Grove. Remember that? Oh, that oh, was yeah. right there. That was oh, yeah, because yeah, I was an RA. I he was a, he's, his house was catty corner directly yeah, from the RA cabin. It. That's oh, where he grew oh, up. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, then right Terry Seaman, who's in our group, lived right down the street from that. That's where we all grew up. That was our neighborhood. Absolutely. The I RA that cabin. cabin. Speaking of that neighborhood, I know that when y'all got in real trouble, like oh. if you if you messed with Woodlaw I don't know if, I don't know if you were in on this were you on it when we went to Woodlaw McDonald's and we were trying to pick up some other girls or talk to some other girls that were Woodlaw on you I know they were because you don't typically do that and they threatened us and we had to drive to find him and his friends were you with yeah, us that we, night? Yeah we were no man we were at uh, Joy Cinema 6 Yeah Joy Cinema We were at the right. Dollar Movie Theater <laughs> I knew it was somewhere down there And Terry Gent and we were all in uh, Tony's Tony, car Tony Tony Gentry's truck. car yeah, truck and he burns out, and then they all, all Woodlawn, come chasing us. I said, oh, we're going to get beat up. And, we think, and they, they followed us, and Justin said, we got to get to my brother. we got to get to my brother. He's going to help us out. I said, oh, we're going to get beat up. And do you remember what happened when we got stuck at that light, and that guy came up and hit Tony in the jaw? Yeah. And he know. rolled down the window, and some guy came up and just punched Tony. Just and I was like, him. run the red light and get to my brother, because my brother – he was with a lot of pot smokers. Yeah. So we don't want to talk about that publicly. But no. he was with a bunch of guys that were a little edgy. And I was like, rough. they won't follow us there. And we oh, we yeah. get there, it's on. Yeah. And so we got there and they turned off. We never it never happened. That was the Atkins happened. house. That's yes. where you yeah. always wore oh, the we head. Yeah. Man. Oh man. Right there across from Jerry Ren and all them <laughs> they, in the, they, in they the South a, Side. They had a reputation. Yeah. So we made it. We survived. <laughs> I was gonna go back to Wayne Dubos because we were talking about the preacher. Do you ever do you ever know the story? So our hair continued to grow, and so we were doing <laughs> rock and roll eventually. So we'd gone from the bars, and from the bars we were kind of back in the church. We were trying to work our way back in. That this is a great story on Wayne, because he had, look, I've already taken his daughter to skip gears before, and I mean I wasn't the greatest influence, but I was trying to figure out what God was going to do, and so we're doing music. And the only reason I had really music is Glenn. Glenn, you played guitar. I mean, you, he was always throwing out music. You were the more music guy than I was. You had all kind of music. You were country, Alabama, to Sandy Rick Springfield. Patty. To, <laughs> you didn't do Sandy Patty at Sandy first. Sandy Patty and Laurel Harris. You didn't do that till oh, later, man. man. man I, oh, you, my what gosh. happened to me? Yeah, you went, went lost, like a mammal. You I turned did. into I a did. mammal. I did. It was, it and was, I was trying to bring you out of mammal. I know it. I, or Papa. <laughs> I was trying to go, dude, we got you edgy, Glenn. We can, we can survive out here. Anyway, so we have long hair, and we're going to go in and lead worship for uh, whatever that youth pastor's name was. What's his name? Uh, the, the Leland. Leland. Leland's like, man, yeah. whatever. So we go in, and our hair's long. So we, we, Alan's got an acoustic. We're going to play a couple of songs or whatever. And they come back, and they go, you're not allowed in here anymore. You, We're not going to have that image 
in front of our kids. I don't know if you remember this or not. And it kind of hurt us, man. So they're like, you're not really welcome back. Y'all need to, you need to go find somewhere else. To go. Well, when we were trying to come back in, it just, just was hard. It was just hurtful to us. I remember going the next week to church. And I remember, because I didn't really like Summer Grove a lot. I mean, we went, but we were trying to figure it out. That was Glenn, and they were kind of, but I was still, mm. we went to West, a little old Baptist church on the other yeah. side of town. So, but I remember sitting on the pew, and I, probably because you went, Glenn invited me or whatever, and Wayne Dubose did not call us by name, but defended us. Wow. And he said, man, if you are judging somebody by the way they mm. looked or the length of their hair, and, and somehow it had gone through the, church i guess yeah. like you know they tried to come in here and there because music was changing and all of that mm. was changing then i'm telling you, this is an interesting story so i remember going wow man that dude defended us he's he had our back or whatever well fast forward we leave to go to nashville somewhere and i don't remember where and and, and again leland's a great guy i think it was a time everybody sure. didn't know what to do and if i was a youth pastor same way do you want them in front of them do you not are they really living for god or is it you know are they not he was trying to navigate all that which nobody can see anybody's heart and who knows but one of the funniest times ever so all that happens we leave for nashville we're working for jeff more in the distance i mean my hair at this point now is long like past my my chest it's mid-length hair so it was bad then but i had a bad oh my gosh. long oh, yeah. hair i picked long ponytail wow. I just let it go, man. It was rock and roll. It was the 90s. So, uh, and DC Talk is on the label. Uh, you know, you're going DeGarmon Key, Rebecca St. James, Audio Adrenaline, all the biggest acts of the time are who's Jeff Moore's working with. Well, me and Alan are with all of them. That's our record label. That's who we're working for. I'll never forget this. It was like God was like going, man, look, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of you, but just do the right thing. Don't overreact. Don't try to retaliate. Don't say nothing stupid. Just go. And we're backstage, and they're doing a thing, and we're in Nashville for some conference, and all the youth pastors are there to like present the newest, best entertainment to bring to your kids. Uh-huh. Here's Christian Music 101, and they say y'all come out. Everybody come out, and me and Alan walk out with all of them because we're working for them. And who is sitting on the front row? Leland. Mm. And I remember looking at him and waving, and I could just sit in his eyes like, oh, oh no. Oops. Well, because, you know, it was changing. Oh, and yeah. so the reason I say about that is like culture and the way church is done or the methodology, sometimes if you're real dogmatic or you're like thinking, well, that's crazy or whatever it is, well, it was just changing. And then before long, that was the common. It was like Stephen Curtis Chapman played guitar and acoustic. I remember going to Brookwood Baptist and him bringing in an acoustic with a bad mullet. And everybody going, it's the best thing ever. Where we were trying to figure all that out. Those were the times when people of this generation don't understand how much it was changing. You did not have rock and roll in church. You that Summer Grove didn't have drums and all that stuff mm-hmm. at first. It, it was changing. All that was emerging. That's why we and eventually had to go to the charismatic church. I mean, with Denny Duran and First Assemblies, oh, because yeah. nobody really was accepting music back then. Uh, uh, mm. Whatever the name of that other one was, um, there's another church over there. Right I off can't of remember. Yeah, there. Yeah, uh, uh, there was all these other churches that were a little bit more. Music wasn't that yeah. big of a deal. But I blame all that on Glendale because Glendale, if he hadn't invested all the music, and we drove around li- back then, you listened to music. Glenn played guitar. All you we did were, was drive and listen. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah, you did. And I didn't have anybody to ride with. I didn't have a car right. <laughs> so I could buy Glenn. So me and Glenn rode around a lot, you know, 
Uh, Man, so, I'd, I'd pick that brother up at his girl, whoever he was dating at the time. I didn't have a car. And I'd always go pick him up. I was like a third wheel, man. I was, I, <laughs> Cindy, Cindy Smith. Oh, for man, a long I time. lived at that house, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a long time. So it's funny, though. You look back, I have pictures of where we went to prom and I burnt all the corsages because I didn't know you put them in the refrigerator, not the freezer. I froze them all. <laughs> yeah, man, they just, <laughs> dude, that's just the way yeah, it was. You was like, my froze bad. them? I didn't know. You know, yeah, like I've never been. Were, so we like handed our, we had them both together. Yeah. And we handed them out to our dates. And man, they were like freezer burnt brown. Yeah, brown. It's like, <laughs> hey, man, enjoy your prom. <laughs> enjoy your oh, prom. Geez. I said, thanks a lot, uh, Justin. Yeah, I didn't know. We're taking pictures with you. Yeah. Said, oh, man. I found some of those and sent it to Cindy Knight. Brown. She turned 50 this, like, a couple a month ago. So Bill and all that, they, they go to church. We, we right? both had white tuxes on. We looked like dumb and dumb. Oh, yeah. And we did. <laughs> we did. It was terrible. A white tux. It was painful. Yes. Green Cumberbund. Sure. Painful. That, oh, it was awesome. That was I in style like it, then. Oh, it was yeah. it, baby. That's the, but that's who I went to prom, rode with, went to prom with, hung out with. I mean, majority of my high school years, if not all of my high school years. Mm-hmm. One oh, year older, son, wiser. Glendale Myers. That's it. Hey, man, let me tell you. Can I give you one story how you uh, you cha- you helped change someone else's life? I'll give you this. It's a good one, man. Oh, Lord, all right, we're going so, serious. We're going deep, Scott. Yeah, so, man, mm. I, I'm listening to a sermon you did online. So whoever put it online has helped, too. And you were talking about Jesus, and you said, you ever drive by a house, and that's a house that's always thumping with music? You know, and you started doing it, and you said, that's where Jesus would be at. You said, he, he, he was with the sinners and those thought unclean. And he was at that house. Um, a few years ago, I got asked to do a funeral for a, uh, a motorcycle gang guy driving, got hit. It was terrible. Instantly, they said, man, can you, would you preach his funeral? I'd be glad to. Church is packed with his parents. He's rebelled and, you know, the family. And, man, the whole this whole gang in the back row, back three, four rows. And I got up there and I said, I said, Jesus was the kind of, he hung out. He, he was a beautiful outlaw is what I said. That's a good word, yeah. I said he was a beautiful outlaw. And I said, he hung out with people that, you know, Christian people probably wouldn't hang out with. And I said, he, he was at the house. That the music was thumping. That's where he would be at. I want to tell you, man, it connected with him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That, it, it, dude, I gave the whole plan of salvation so easy. It was like all the nerves left me. Every, just hearing that set me at ease. And, man, it, it was open-heartedness. That's cool, man. And, man, to get to talk to them afterwards. And, man, we talk about Jesus afterwards. And they were so open to me and, and to the Word. And, and then they said, uh, man, can we give a... Can we give a, a motorcycle salute? I said, sure, man. They're revving it up outside, man. <laughs> yeah. So, it was just an awesome day, man. And I'm going to say, man, I'm going to say thank you for that. Just kind of thinking different outside the box. Because normally I'd go, oh, this is how you got to say it. Right, you know? right. But to connect with them in a way that I said, I think God's working here. Yeah, that's and so, awesome. man, I just want to say thank you for See, that. See, that's all. Glenn's, he's encourager, man. Yeah, I think it's cool. And I think, I, I think about the two of you guys growing up like that and riding around and picking up dates and all that kind of stuff. It's just so cool how God has used both of you. Yes, absolutely. Because I know if you're like me and you think back to how you felt at that era, there was no way you ever thought this was going to happen. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I don't know they, about they you. They may have but... thought Glenn was going to make it. <laughs> no. Maybe. Towards the end. But, but they were like, you, Justin? Nah. But I, be, I, I give a lot of that credit to Glenn. I seriously, because of just his influence. And we had a great time. The one thing I think that's underappreciated or under, and I try to teach my kids this, is 
we had great times, and we really did do a lot right. There right. were things that we did some wrong stuff because every kid's trying to figure that out. But you got to find the person that you can do that That's with. That's right. And not everybody we were hanging out with was always choosing that route. I mean, Terry will tell you now. I mean, Seam is one of our greatest friends, and I mean, I hang on there every week. He's in church every week. But he chose a different route. So mm-hmm. I thank God that Glenn was there because I could have gone and went to the crib, as they called it. They had the back thing they built, and they were making some unwise choices by his own admission. And we made some unwise unwise choices as well, but I was more likely to make better choices when I had right people around me, and Glenn was one of those right people. That's right. So, you know, I look back and go, I thank God God put in my life. We have a ton of fun, crazy memories, absolutely. But I also just think back to the discussions and the what God can do. I mean, he was. He was amping me up to go try for cheerleader when I'm scared to death or you know, like, hey, man, you can do this, or giving me a ride to go when I didn't have a car to go to, give me my first car. And his parents, even like your dad, I was thinking about your mom and dad, like when we, remember he would ask us to go work and we would clean those houses or paint those yeah. houses for him because we didn't have any way to make a whole lot of money. Right. So he was like, man, here's an opportunity. You don't have to do it, but if you'll go clean this house or go do it, I'll give you a little bit of money. And they were kind. Yep. They loved Jesus. They made that uh, they received me, and they were open to that. They never judged me. I'm sure in their mind they probably thought, oh, Glenn, you know, be careful with that wild card. But I always could be in their house. They were the same way. Like, man, he's a part of it. His dad also had a gumball business. And, dude, I ate all of the That's gumballs. why he got no teeth now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, they had, he would run gumballs. Uh, I mean, like those machines Put all me through across. college, man. Yeah. Gum and machines. I would go in there, and I'd go, man, Glenn, they, oh, it don't matter. And, man, I'd eat every gumball he had. Yeah, that's good times. That's right good there. times, man. Hey, man, Glenn, you got, yeah, go in there and get you some gumball. He had, like, boxes, like, filled a whole storage room full of them. Right. And they, he stayed in that house in our old neighborhood forever. Yeah, he just moved. I mean, yeah, just, I mean, ago. like, yeah. That's awesome. Crazy, though. I mean, that was some good people. Oh, man. man. Just one quick story. I know we're about to run, but. Oh, no. We, what are we going to do? Where are we at, Scott? We're... 53 minutes. Oh, we got time. Go ahead. Oh, man. Just a quick one, man. I, and and you, you knocked on my. You didn't, you didn't even knock on my door. I was in the living room. This is back when you had fish tanks. And <laughs> Justin just walks in my house. You know, nobody locked the door back then. Justin walks in my house. Just doesn't say a word. I look at him, I don't say anything, and he goes over to my fish tank. It's a giant one, man. It lifts up the thing and just sticks his head in it and just blowing. It just blowing. <laughs> and then he, he he flicks his hair up out, and, man, water's just flying all over the place. He's like, I need a doctor. That's why he just walk in my house. My parents go, well, wow, man, that brother is right, man. You yeah. remember that? Yeah, dog? and I've never done what? drugs or drugs no, or alcohol. Man, he was I just, crazy intense, I, man. I, I just think of, let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> I don't like, know. I've why. never heard that story. I've known you your whole life. Yeah, all right. I've never. What possessed you, or why did you need to stick your head? Glenn in your is fish the kind bowl? of friend that if you need to stick your head in their <laughs> fishbowl. That's the house you want to do it in. I don't understand why, though. It was a, I, uh, I've never I thought I needed to stick my head well, in Well, you <laughs> hadn't got to that point. He, he probably knew I was down and just needed somebody I to come in. You. And then he said, dude, you want to join me? I said, all right, man. We just stick our head in the fishbowl. <laughs> See? And it brought him up. Man, I, I was I trying out, to encourage him. I was like, him. man, I'm in a much better mood right now. <laughs> See? Now you know. You just need to go stick your head yeah, in the fishbowl. And they're not around him, though. There's not enough fish tanks around. No, that man. bizarre. But it brought him up. See, Glenn, okay, so remember this. We're we're teenagers, Uh all right? You have ups and downs. Yeah. Okay, so. Even at 50-something. Yeah, so (laughs) you got to have a person in your life that can help you get up when you're down. 
And so sometimes that means get your head in a fishbowl or you crank up a little Van Halen in the car and go, dude, come on, man, we're going to survive. We're going to get through this. That's true. Don't quit. We're going to make it. Or, and I'm serious. I go back to markers of going, we're going to get through it. And Glenn was an exhortation person. He was always lifting you up and pushing you up and trying to encourage you and lift you up. And, and hey, God's going to do something with you. Well, you'd return the favor if he was down that day or doubting. I mean, we all went through ups and downs. I mean, it's just life. You know, so but basically you gotta what you're have that saying deal. is Glendale Myers was your wingman. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. That's what you're saying. Yes. I'm the definition yes. of a wingman. Yes. We were Darryl all. Fry was mine. Yeah, that's exactly and Glendale right. Glendale Myers was uh, yours. Was and, he, and what's awesome is, again, a strong believer that is in the ministry today, minister yep. in Baton Rouge, and long time from 90 till today that's a long that's awesome. time doing ministry it is so then you think back when open eyes started he booked us we went over there and played you know so we did a little bon jovi we cranked it up a little bit. we did youth evangelism conference in mm-hmm. baton rouge and our uh, alexandra pineville we did a little bon jovi down there too this was way before simple church but my reasoning was and i'll never forget that it's it's the fish tank moment mm-hmm. you can go in and but come on let's bring a little joy in this moment let's have a little fun and those kids, Christian music can do so much, and it's awesome. But there were there was a time when it wasn't about the song. It was something that culturally they could go, man, that was awesome. You remember when they did? It was unexpected. It was the power of the unpredictable. Absolutely. So it was that moment of going, well, let's do that. Or go, let's go here. Let's go try that. Well, Glenn was the guy that went, well, let's try it. Let's go for it. That's cool. You got to have a wingman. You got to try it. You got to wing it, baby. That's yeah. awesome. We do a lot of winging it. Yeah. So when Glenn said, what are we going to do? I'm like, we're just going to talk. We'll just wing it. Mm. We went from Scott's hair to mullets to whatever. See? Uh, just wanted to bring that back for you. See, doesn't that feel good, though, Scott? So when you're feeling down, listen to that. When Eddie moved from guitar to keyboard, things changed. <laughs> it was a he beautiful was, thing. Yeah, he's like, I, I got guitar. But I had I never mastered that. Yeah, but then he said, boys, That's y'all come in right here. Here you go. He said, Oh, yeah, you got to get some volume on that, son. Yeah, sorry about that. And you know what music does? And Glenn taught me this. Some of the first songs I ever listened to from Rick Springfield to Brian Alabama Adam, to Brian, Brian Adams. Do you remember going to Brian Adams? Best with, concert ever, man. Me too. Best I'd concert say that. ever. And man. you know who did that? Terry Seaman's sister. Terry Seaman. That's right, man. Beth hooked us up. That's it, man. Saw Brian Adams with Survivor at whatever tech. What's the name Blues of her? Tech with the yeah, PMAC. Yeah, PMAC. No, yeah. that's in Baton Rouge. No, that's a PMAC. I can't remember. The tab. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Thomas Assembly Center. Yeah, Thomas. Like but that. that's but those are the moments, son. You're like, yeah. On a Monday night. Okay, hold on. on I got, Monday night, got home at like 2 a.m. Had to be at school the next day. I remember that. Yeah, but partially death because of you in a concert right Still, now. Yeah, man. the loudest concert you've ever been to in your life was Damn what? Yankees. And who took down. you there? You did. That's right, son. I can't on the hear floor. It to this day. On the floor. I said, John, we're not sitting in the Ooh. seats. We're going to the floor. Hey, Hurt but I was, was going to go back to this is something I've, I've talked about a little bit, Glenn. Okay, but our parents really weren't for us rocking and rolling in concert Ooh, back no. then. Did we ever sneak into a few concerts? Oh, man, did we ever. <laughs> oh, man. That time you snuck into, um, it was Night Ranger. Yeah. Oh. In the back of the hearse. Oh, yes. I got scared a little bit. <laughs> he found an open door. There ain't nobody at. He goes, God, come on, got to go. And he's booking it in. And I finally get enough courage to go in there because I want to go to LTI. <laughs> I look up. He's on stage. He got up on stage. I did. So wow. He's I'm just standing up there, and man, the lead singer comes running off, runs into the dude. Yes, and it's I'm a true like, story. Jack oh Clayton. man, I remember that. One. All right, so here's what's crazy. So we go, we sneak into a lot because we couldn't afford it. In our mom, look, 
Oh, son. Mm. You got a little ranger going on, son. Yeah. I love it. So we, we go in, though, and I'm always trying to – great concerts came to the Hirsch. Oh, yeah. And we didn't really have the money, and our parents – we probably weren't supposed to be down there, so we're like, let's just go see if we can sneak in. And they would have smoke breaks. They'd open <laughs> yeah. them doors up and let people come out and smoke. So you'd run and grab a door. Uh, and if you could get to the crowd, they couldn't find you. They ain't going to go in there after you. So I was like, just get see, to the crowd. That's one upside to smoking. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. They, they don't open the side door yeah. anymore. But on that one, on, on that, I ran in, and some person said, hey, man, I got a backstage pass. As soon as I got in, I was like, okay. So I put it. Well, I was so stupid. I didn't know it wasn't a stage. I thought it was a stage pass. <laughs> I walked up on that stage oh and sat down God. by the drummer's wife. He was in front. Of, they were. He's playing drums in front of me. I'm sitting down by her. She's like, "Hey, who are you?" I was like, "Oh man, I'm just here with the band, man. You know, I'm just chilling or whatever." That's so awesome. he rips his pants. Jack Blades is playing in Shreveport. Rips his pants. Runs off. We run into each other, and he goes, "Man, where do I change?" I'm like, "Oh no, man." He literally because they were rock and roll. I was like, man, maybe that way. He takes <laughs> off running, and I tell Glenn, I'm like, Glenn, he ran into me. I was on stage. Glenn's like, oh, my God, you're nuts. You know? I was so awesome. jealous. But, yeah, but that's it. We were I living know. it up. Those living are the dreams, up, man. man. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. We got more to go. Glenn, we're not dead. Might have to do another that's episode. It, we, oh, we can, but we, we're not dead. That's the good news. close to it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, come on. No, man. Oh, man. No, you went, you went dark, man. That's I only know. because he thought he had the COVID, but he <laughs> did. Dude, when we called him a couple of weeks ago, God. I thought, hey, yeah. man, you need to come on the show. Because I was asking about Baton Rouge on all that. You were in the hot spot, as they say. Is it better now, Glenn? Or are they, your, your church is open. You said that you opened... We this did. will give you a little bit of information on us because I did mm-hmm. ask him about because we're still pausing. We're slow. We're dimmer switching, not light switching. I we're trying that. to. I love that illustration. We're just too. trying to dial it back up. But tell me what happened with when y'all y'all been open? How many weeks? Uh, three. Three weeks. And we've kind of went from a hundred to one twenty. It just people not coming back. Right. And what's the percentage of what the normal percentage is of people that you attend? Know, we run about. Uh, we run about. I guess sometimes five, six hundred. So, so is it about twenty? Was that twenty percent? That's about twenty yeah. percent. That's yeah. what everybody's saying. What I'm saying is, is everybody's saying it's about twenty-five to thirty percent is who's coming back. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not, curious. No, no, I mean, yeah, no senior adults and people aren't the young people with children aren't coming. Yeah. So it's that in between age. They yeah. Got older kids. And um, is it weird? You said. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd recommend kind of waiting it out. Yeah. I would. Because it just feels weird. I'm, I'm here. Like, yeah. I called uh, one of our kids at Grimm Student Ministry, works at Fellowship Church in Dallas with Ed Young Jr., his, Josh, and he was just like, man, it's still weird. And they're big. I mean, they're way mm-hmm. bigger than we are. And he was saying, it's still just strange. It's just a little bit of a weird vibe when you're trying to do it. Yeah. Any advice, anything you could tell us, obviously, moving forward? You're a couple of weeks ahead of mm-hmm. us. Is there anything y'all are talking about or learning from before we get out of here? Give us a little bit of content on church, world from Baton Rouge. Man, I, it's... You know, you just have to do everything you can to keep your kids safe. It's all about the children, and every decision you make, you just you 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 all every decision that comes through, you need to just factor it back. How does it affect the kids? Right. And what's the safe way we can keep them? Yeah. And so that's what I'd recommend. And that's yeah. why we're saying the same mm-hmm. thing. It's just like, man, it's probably you know, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to learn from great uh, pastors like Glenn and Zor down there. So yeah, I'm 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 an associate pastor, which I like because it sounds a little like sociopath, and. Um, <laughs> I don't have to make those big decisions. And we're without a pastor. We've been without one for a year and a half, man. So if you know of a wow, really, yeah, man. So we've been. It's been good. We we. It's man. We've been baptizing more, and it's just been a really. 
unique time for us. That's awesome. So, um, and so, sometimes a little shot in the arm, it, a little it, help, it helped us, man. And it was, it's been a, it's been a good thing. So we're, I think they're gonna find somebody soon. Yeah. Hey, man, but I know we got to. We got to go soon. eat. Is that? Hey, one? Yeah, man. I, I need a. I got a. I got a fifteen-year-old beautiful daughter named Kate. I just Kate. Want to get her awesome. for her because she'll be listening. Kate, She's, you can come on up next time. She told me. Yep. She said, "Dad, I've never been proud of you." But <laughs> that's not true. She said, Sam, that's she not said, true. She said, if this podcast becomes the most downloaded podcast, I'll be proud of you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's your challenge. <laughs> wow. Come on, See? listeners. So yeah. I just, um, you know, I just want to say my boy Sam over here. Come on, Sam. Man. That's a good looking kid. You can't kid, see him, but he's kid, there. Man. He's a good kid. He, he's a uh, man. Follow him on TikTok. Sam Myers, M-I-E-R-S. I'll there give him go. that. So you got a little TikTok. He's not going? impressed. Yeah, so yeah, you can hear him. That's good. Yeah, man. I don't know any. So, so Evan, our middle school guy and our table <laughs> of tech guy, mm-hmm. he's on TikTok. Seven hundred thousand views last weekend. That's you know awesome. why? He took <laughs> his kid up to uh, Beavers Bend, Beavers Bend, Oklahoma, walking his beautiful little daughter across the creek. And bust his rear end, and mm. it goes viral. Seven hundred thousand. Awesome. So what like you gotta a do? Sack of potatoes. Yeah. So same. All you gotta do is just do something stupid. And now that you're up here with me, we got a it's good on, chance man. of that. It's on. <laughs> got a real good chance. We'll look for our next fishbowl. That's it, man. <laughs> you kids just sit around and roast you, man. Yeah, of that's course all they do. Bro. They don't. Yeah, that's, they don't care. We're not about. cool anymore. I know. We know it's that. over. It's over. <laughs> it, they're pretty much your. Oh, we're gonna keep your sack of potatoes. All right. All right, we love you, dude. Thanks for watching. Glenn, give it up a G. Come on. Thank you all. Thank you all for having me. Glendale. We love it, dude. Thank you, Scott, for hosting and taking care of us. You're welcome. What do you got? Oh, you still got a little Van Halen? I'm sure every other Christian out there is probably thinking I've lost my mind, but y'all know me, son. That ain't never unusual, all right? You want to go out on a Van Van Halen? No, I think you No, you got to go back on our thing, man. You can't mess them up, all right? right? Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, download, share it. Glendale, for all the Southwood lovers out there, we're keeping it real. The Cowboys, son, coming on through. Thank you for coming up, dude. Thank you. Sam, thanks for putting up with our foolishness. We survived. You're here because we survived. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Roll it, Scott. Get on out of here, baby. Let's get it done. We're on it up. (laughs) 